This is Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris at Real Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen at Mr. Seaped, Noah Laxina at Noah Lax 2017. And this is like we did, we don't cover hockey really because not much hockey in San Diego, but we just did the hockey equivalent of radio here. We did a line shift. That's an excellent analogy, man. Yes. For a for a city that really truly we have very little hockey. Uh that that was a a, a, a well done transition. Yeah, so we are over to Mission Vista High School now, the Timberwolves. Uh one of the less used mascots, a lot of birds, uh, a lot of cat like like cougars and type stuff. Not a lot of Timberwolves going on here in San Diego. So we welcome them in. You guys want to go around the room? We'll start with you, Coach. Everyone want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. I'm uh, DJ Foster. I'm the head coach. Anthony Capazzoli, senior. Tristan Trejo, senior. Aiden Twyman, junior. That's got to be into the microphone. Hold on, wait. Try it again. Try it again. <laughs> Aiden Twyman, junior. Uh, Derek Thomas, senior. Ty Cox, sophomore. Grant Blankmeyer, senior. There we go. Gianni Capazzoli, junior. Yeah, the microphones moved too. By the way, they didn't get the whole um, yeah. pregame spiel because it was yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of quick shift. Uh, I'm Qu- Qu- Quinn Elliott, sorry. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> Wartell, is very junior. good at three point shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kevin Elliott, assistant coach. Accused. <laughs> oh, that's gonna stink. That's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be a week long of that probably. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so kind of walk us through the season. How, how have you guys felt about what you've done so far? And you know, it, how do you- it, yeah, it looks like you guys, you know, have been figuring things out lately. Uh, to use, you, you get hot at the right time, play your best ball. Insert sports cliche one hundred and one, whatever you want to say. It does seem like the last two weeks, things have really started to to click for you guys. As you now, you know, close out the league season, start to look forward to playoffs. Is that fair to say that things are? the last two weeks have been a lot better than the first couple yeah. months of the season? Yeah, so we, we went through some stuff on and off the court for sure uh, leading up to this point. But, um, man, we got our butts kicked a couple times early on in the season, uh, lost a couple players, some good players, um, but slowly just kind of figured it out and the mentality changed. And uh, we won a couple of really close games and just kind of realized, like, okay, we can do this. So everything just kind of flipped, and now we're definitely on the right track for sure. Anyone else got anything to add there? Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I mean. So you mentioned losing a couple of games. It, it, was it walking off the court one game? It just clicked all of a sudden. Was it something at practice? Was it just a, a, a like what? What was the tipping point? Maybe if you can't even find one that that sort of sparked this change. Yeah, I think for us, uh, we saw that when we get down, that we're not completely out. Like we got down big in a couple of games. Valley Center had us by 16, 18 points in the first half, and we rallied and came all the way back. Um, so I think for us it's just been, okay, like we're not out of any game. Like doesn't matter what the score is, doesn't matter who we're playing against. Like we're a group now that we can buckle down and get stops and, you know, come back in games that maybe we should be out of, but we're going to battle back. So, and, 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 I mean, most recently battling back against Ramona, you guys close loss there, but they are one of the teams that's directly in your sight in league um, but I'm looking at the schedule, and I mean, if you want to talk about just 
on the surface of it, listing off a schedule that I don't think anybody on earth would want to play, having to go to Valley Center, Fallbrook, and Ramona, it feels like you guys are leaving San Diego on a yeah. pretty regular basis. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what what's that like to be on the road constantly all of the time and, and, and not really have a ton of – I mean – I see Oceanside and some of the other local ones sprinkled in, but, I mean, it, it, that is a lot of travel to have to go through. Uh, it's mostly the traveling is not very hard. We, we sleep a lot. I know I sleep a lot <laughs> on the road. Snoring, yeah, They too. can all vouch Snoring. for me. I, yeah, we snore. I guess it's just in the car, you know, you just got to you know, just get your head in the game. You just got to do whatever you have to do for the game, listen to music, sleep. I don't know, talk with your friends, play games. Everyone on the same page that pregame naps are like a key essential, necessity. Essential. They do post-game naps. I don't know how you fall asleep right after playing a basketball game. Just so long as it's it. not an in-game nap. Yeah. Is that the one of the of the right. of time of napping that you're trying to avoid? <laughs> Who's the deepest sleeper on the team? We're pointing. Between Grant and Derek. Has there ever been a time you were kind of worried he might not wake up in time for the game? Does that ever happen? Every game. Every game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the emergency wake him up method? Is it pour water on him, kind of kick him a little bit? What, what, what do you have to do to, to get him to wake up? I don't know. Just kind of push him around. <laughs> <laughs> is, are you guys like letting him be like, I right, let him get his nap in when you know, or is it like, hey, let's mess with him a little bit. Let's put some like candy on his shit. Pictures every time. <laughs> we let him Slum. sleep though. Gotta let him sleep. This guy has the weirdest pregame routine for what he drinks before games. I've never. What is it? It's never my guy. Defend yourself. I just drink hot chocolate on this. <laughs> hot chocolate? Yeah. Is that not? Wait, hold on. Wait. Make That's sure you're still Does it not sit in your stomach, yeah. you know, during the game and kind of mess with you a little bit? Or? No, not at all. <laughs> His stomach has it gives to be me going energy. Wait. Wait, how do you – is the hot chocolate something you're getting at, like the snack bar? Do you bring it from home? Do you bring your little Swiss Miss packs? Anywhere I can get it, honestly. Because <laughs> you need hot water, right? That's got to be the hard part. Uh, so yeah, sometimes. But, I mean, I like to spice it up a little bit with that Mexican hot chocolate, too. <laughs> okay. But what if you're on a road game and there's no hot water? Do you drink it warm? Or drink it, I mean, like room temp? Is it chocolate milk? Yeah, yeah, basically chocolate milk. Uh, if it's a road game, I don't know if I really drink, like to drink hot chocolate then, but I don't know. Oh well, that that was only during a tournament. I brought a thermos. <laughs> yeah, wait, how many hot chocolates does that thermos fit? Yeah, in one day I think I had like twelve cups of hot chocolate. <laughs> He's got to be the most energy. It was like having. It was like having ten five-hour energy. Honestly, how did you get the twelve? How many? How many? Like, like microwave pack? Like, where are you? <laughs> what does your What does your pantry look like at home? Where can you <laughs> store just straight all of hot these? chocolate? Honestly, you go in his room. There's just all in his, all of his drawers. Just Swiss Miss packs yeah, just kind of yeah, falling out. Real. He's hiding them. Oh, these are for, these all are the these aren't mine. Are laying around my bed. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever you eaten a hot? Wait, wait, hold on. This is the this is the true test here. Have you ever eaten the, the hot chocolate milk mix just straight out of the thing, just with nothing else, no water, just straight in your mouth? No, I'm not that weird. <laughs> wait, wait, hold. on. You seriously haven't? No. Not one time. You never thought about it? No. Okay. I've never even thought about it. No. Yes? Wait, what have you done? Just just drink the, just eat the packet by itself. That's something only Tommy would do, bro. That's a Tommy. When you're younger, you know, you just got to maybe, I don't know. All right, so so, so we've. I don't do it now. We've got got the pregame drink covered. I can eat eat protein powder by itself. Oh, Tommy. Uh, I can do that. No, no one else. (laughs) You never know. Sometimes okay, you just gotta. So, I guess just speaking of food, um, <laughs> Coach. 
I'm disgusting. Sorry. Yeah. No, you don't have a microphone, man. You have my then microphone. Grab, then grab your microphone. <laughs> yeah. I then come grab it. Then come grab it. Let's tell our people we need to do. We need one more. One more? Yeah, we'll, we'll all call. Because we can have, say. like, we always have so many guests. I think it would, be, it would suffice if we had one more. We should. Or unless, you, know, you don't want to be in the box, right? Nah, I want to be with the people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, that's for Chase. That's for Chase. intern yeah. Chase. Shout out Chase is not here. Shout out Chase is uh, our intern is uh, at his his uh, play. You're in oh, town that's right. tonight. Um, yes. So we apologize for not having him and uh, having to trudge through without an intern. Because um, who, who else would look up all of our sports stats and everything else that we need? Me blatantly doing it right here on the computer, like this in front of everybody. Exactly. So this is this is the extent of my research, fellas. I'm not, I'm not even going to hide it. Here it is, Max Breaths <laughs> on your page right now. <laughs> so you guys got a game coming up on Wednesday uh, versus San Pasqual. You got that to pick up uh, the, the tail end of this season. So... What's the mentality, you know, with San Pasquale Valley Center, Escondido, Fallbrook left this year? Are you looking at this one game at a time? Are you scoreboard watching at all? Is there any team that you got your eye on? Are you looking forward, counting spots for playoffs? Like, what's the mentality for the the last two weeks of the season? I think there's always going to be a little bit of that, right? Especially when you're looking at playoff seeding. Like, you're trying to see, okay, who are we going to match up with? Who's that first round going to be against? Uh, For us, I think we would really like to get – a home playoff game. Um, for those who don't know, kind of our backstory, we were a school that eight, nine years ago we were built. Um, we have already set this season the uh, the regular season win record for most wins in a season in Mission Vista history. I don't think we've ever hosted a home playoff game before, so we have a chance to do something really cool this year, set a lot of records that Mission Vista hasn't necessarily hit before. Um, so we're we're looking at we're just trying to get get us to the playoffs, get us maybe one or two home games, and we'll see where 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 it takes off from there. What would a home game at the playoffs mean to you guys on this team? That'd be awesome. Uh, we just <laughs> I don't know. We it, it feels good when you have you know your home crowd and your parents and stuff there supporting you. It's it's a different atmosphere for sure as opposed to when we got to travel because we do like you said, have to travel a lot, you can definitely feel the difference when you're at home versus when you got to go somewhere far away. We don't want to go on any more one-lane roads. We've, <laughs> we've been on a lot of those this year, so if we can stay home, we'll be happy. What's the vibe on camp? What do you call it? What's the student section called? Do, what, what's the the name for the... The Green Machine. The Green Machine? Okay, fair enough. Fair Great enough. movie. Underrated movie. One okay, we'll put it on the poll. Is The Green Machine an underrated movie? Wait, wait. Are we, are we talking uh, Green Machine or Big Green? Oh, I'm sorry. Big Green. So, maybe not underrated. Then. The wrong <laughs> title. Maybe properly rated if I don't yeah, remember we'll look the up name. To see if it is no, even big, no, Big Green was one of the best movies. I, I agree with you, Coach. That's one of the best movies. Soccer movie, yes. Where the goalie's afraid of all the players on the other team. Yes, they wear the special goggles that's made out of like toilet paper rolls or something like that. <laughs> it is tough. Uh, never mind. I'm tripping. <laughs> when, I, when I think of it, I'll say it again. I'll say it. What were you thinking of another soccer movie? I was thinking of the, the baseball movie. Say it the No, no. Where the, the pitcher, he's super nasty. But every time he pitches, he'll say, I like it when you call me big pop. Hardball. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that, yeah. One, that one's cool. That's, that's a great movie, too. Whatever happened to those movies, man? They don't make those anymore. Uh, they, don't, they don't have that creativity no more. They need to make new stories. Hey, let's make a movie. We, you want to make a movie? On, All right, uh, wait, hold on. on, on Mission yeah. About hot yeah. chocolate being used as a pregame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfectly. That, that fits the, the story perfectly. And then, uh, like, he drinks a hot chocolate, 
three, like if he's a hot chocolate dunk, like that'd be cool. Yeah, it's like the that's like yeah, the magic yeah, what is the, what potion. If, if for the sake of the movie, the hot chocolate has to give you one superpower on the court, like a like Mike type thing. What does the superpower get you? Or the ability to shoot threes, dunks? Like, what are you doing? Um, as his teammate, Grant will always make his first three-pointer, and it's in the corner every single time. So that's 100%. the magical power, is that the hot chocolate allows you to hit one corner three. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, we're going to go to commercial break. The Timberwolves and us are going to work on our creativity Sounds a little like a bit. short film right now, but we'll, we'll draw it out. <laughs> It'll be a, a vine. R.I.P. Yeah, Vine. Yeah, <laughs> you're listening to Southern California Preference Out of Sports Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego's Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris at Real Tommy Morris. Christian Pedersen at Mr. Seafed. Noah Laxina at Noah Lax 2017. And at SD Prep Insider if you want to follow along with all the fun polls that Chris is putting on the internet. We have Mission Vista basketball here. We do. Uh, we have Mission Vista here. The uh, self-proclaimed road warriors, if you will, uh, with the length of their schedule or the length of the just the amount of driving they have to do. Uh, right now, sitting at thirteen and ten, they are in the thick of it in the Valley League. Like we talked about, there's a little bit over a week left in the season. So, guys, I got to ask this: switching from everything we have to do goes ultimately through like football type analogies. And and you talk about football being a grind, like it's a very physical draining sport, but for basketball, you're going to end up playing 30 plus games this season. You're going to have to have some days where you'll have a, you know, a late night, Friday night game. You'll turn around for a Saturday at noon tournament type of tip. Like, like basketball kind of explain to the people how it can be a little bit more of a grind to make it through a season. than I think a lot of people give it credit for like, what does it take to get through 30 games, staying healthy as a team and everybody being in one piece? Should we let one of our seven injured kids answer this question? Yes. Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, you know, having to play a game late Friday night and wake up next day, you know, game at 10 or whatever, maybe another game later in the afternoon. You're playing um, a lot of games in a weekend, so it can get, um, you know, exhausting, but also, you know, injuries if you decide to play through that and they can get worse stuff like that so how many of you are playing year-round none uh, i play year-round i think we have a couple other guys that do and so that's kind of like i guess conditioning because it doesn't really stop as soon as the high school season's over you jump right into club right after cif and then you're going a couple practices three or four games a weekend all the way until high school ball starts up again and so it's just kind of the normal i guess to, to have play two three games a week and then you just take care of your body and you stretch and ice and make sure you're hydrated and you just keep going, keep playing. So how, so how do you take care of your body, especially in a situation where you have, I'm assuming with the AAU circuit, the club stuff, you have like four games in a day sometimes. So what's the key to being healthy and stuff like that when you're in that situation? Um, it's absolutely hydrating. Just constantly, all the time, I've always got water bottles and Gatorades and different kind of stuff I'm always drinking. And then um, I've got a roller with me most of the time just to roll out, make sure your muscles are, t- are loose so that they don't t- tighten up and then um, cause injuries. The roller things, I like the roller thing. Yeah, dude, it makes you, it warms you up fast. Do you have the one that has the little like like bumps on it too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those ones dig yeah. deep. Oh, oh, yeah. Those are the ones right there. <laughs> uh, for the players, um, so going through this long season like we talked about and, you know, having to go through the adversity of a, what's a high school basketball season, how do you think that's, that's going to help you guys come playoff time? 
Yeah, I think um, like the more games that we played in practice, like we can, uh, we'll be more conditioned, obviously, playing year round um, and having tough games, like you said, like going really far out. And uh, and I think that that'll help us in the long run uh, for playoffs and try and win and go to uh, CIF. Luckily, none of our kids have muscles, so we don't really got to take care of them too. Watch <laughs> with the jump, coach. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't, uh, so I know a lot of basketball kids are like too scared to lift because they think it'll mess up their shot, which I don't believe at all. I I, I can I will tell. I promise you. Can't. All right, so wait, oh, cute. So how often are you guys lifting then uh, as basketball um, players? I mean, not not like I, I do I do lift, but like not like consistently during like as much during the season because obviously it'll mess with your shot. Um, no, it won't. Like I mean, it no, can. Won't. It can. I want to ask like about that shot because we uh, I was out checking you guys out at the uh, uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, tournament, and I don't know if definitively we can say it or not, but that seemed like that might have been the best day shooting beyond the arc in school history. Um, yeah. You guys were uh, what? You have stats on that? Eight for eleven, in the first quarter. Eight for 11 from beyond the arc in the first quarter alone. Um, Must have been a. So did everyone have you know one thing? Eight guys had no, a hot had chocolate. Had, you had what? Some five of them. <laughs> um, I, I had four. four of them. So when you guys are jacking up threes like that, you know my generation, I think everyone would say Kobe. Yeah, on the yeah. way out, like, what is the thing going through your mind? Is it? Do you say Steph? Like, what is the I'm shooter? A Kobe, Kobe fan. Heart, okay, we so. got we got a Kobe stand. Yeah. Um, so is that why he doesn't pass? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, hey, I I think I'm one of the best passers in the team. That's just my. And everyone at the same time. We go. Mob mentality. Um. Just offering yep. to pass and actually passing might be two different things. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll have to uh, to sparse that out. But I mean, realistically, though, it seemed like you guys were high tempo, a lot of shots from beyond the arc. Is that the happy? I mean, is that the sweet spot for you guys as a team when everyone's clicking there? Is that how you guys want to go into the playoffs? Yes, yeah, exactly how we like to play. We like to get out and run and just create opportunities. And threes are open a lot in transition. We got a lot of guys who can shoot the ball, so it's a great shot for us. Who's the one guy on the opposite end of the spectrum that if they pull up from beyond the arc on this team that you're like no 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 and then you see it banking and you're like oh thank God everybody's shooters everyone's shooters yeah everybody's shooters not a single person we were all kind of looking around I was waiting for it but nah everybody's shooters okay okay that's 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 the first time that I think we've ever had a team have that much confidence coach do you agree in that confidence. The whole team has the green light, and they're they're not wrong. Everyone, if we get an open three, we're taking it. We're we're playing Houston Rockets analytics basketball <laughs> up in Oceanside. If if we get an open three, we're not turning it down. What the problem with these guys that I had to kind of weed out when I first got them was they loved little mid range jumpers. Like they would turn down shots and take these tough contested ones. But now they embrace it, man. They love they love getting out and shooting threes and playing fast and. We're we're fun to watch. If you haven't seen us, you know I can, can't always promise how, how it's gonna go, but I I can promise that it's gonna be a fun time. We we play fun basketball. Mike D'Antoni Jr. Tommy, you gotta buy season tickets too. I know that's that's why I play pickup. Just launch threes and never apologize that about was it. So beautiful. Go like, two for thirteen and I'm like, you see those you two though. <laughs> you need to be the ambassador of Mission Vista basketball. No, but that, I, like, that pitch right there by coach, I was like, that's beautiful. That's yeah. Tommy Morris written all over. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm with you on that coach. Nothing infuriates more than when I see someone take. 
a shot from one step inside the three point line. It's like why? Literally why? You've never just, pra- just like, never a, practiced that a, shot. Do a Jumpman style logo of just Tommy chucking up a three wildly uh, <laughs> and have that be the official sponsor. Oh yeah, and the, I also think I like to do too is I shoot it and then run down the court before it makes it to the basket in assumption that it's going to go in. And again, like two for thirteen, but like for those two, oh, those are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So wait, so who has who has the most swagger on the court then? Who who's the guy who immediately like the best equipment? Where are we pointing at? That's Cap. That's Cap. <laughs> That's definitely me. Heidi, okay, okay. So so what goes into looking good on game day? I mean, you just gotta make sure you prepare yourself. Like you know, get that shower in before the game so you feel fresh. <laughs> oh no! You gotta you gotta feel fresh before the game, and then you know, I usually rock the one leg sleeve. Ooh, that's tough. Which leg? Which leg? Lonzo? Uh, yeah, definitely uh, the left leg. Ooh. And then I just, I just have drip. So wait, wait, okay, wait. <laughs> How about? I, I'm sold. I'm already sold. He said I have drip. Simple as that. All right. So a lot of sports, you have to wear some sort of head protection gear, whether it be you know baseball, you got to wear a hat. Football, you got to wear a helmet. Basketball, you can just kind of let the hair go. So how much, how much hair gel are we putting in the hair for games? Because if you sweat, it kind of runs down in your face, right? So as it, what, what's the standard on basketball hair gel? Oh, I mean, me personally, I don't put any hair gel on my hair. It's, he said that's all natural. It's all natural because I just got it like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a question for Trey. Like? You have a lot of hair, so you you also have longer hair, so you got to wear a headband, I would think, right? Uh, yeah, it's man bun season for me. Man bun season is that what we do? Oh, wait, with um, is the the soccer headband still back in the super thin one? I used to wear that. Yeah, that was that was it for a while. So did Aiden. He used to wear the, the soccer headband, <laughs> but Aiden doesn't have long enough hair for that. Yeah, I don't know. How, how long does your hair have to be to rock the soccer headband? I feel like it's got to be shoulder length, otherwise it doesn't really work, right? I guess so, but when it's shoulder length like that, it'll still get in your face. Like, you got to, if it, if your hair is long, I don't, I've seen some dudes just wear nothing, just let the hair go, but I, I can't do that. Yeah, I got to be wearing a, a man bun for sure. Hey, Steven right. Adams, okay, see. Steven, yes. He's Ricky Rubio and Steve, Steven Adams. Yeah, they go, that like, they look mean, like when they have yeah. the headband, the, the bun on. Yeah. If you guys don't, if you guys don't know who Steven Adams and Ricky Rubio, look him up. Shout out to Steven Adams, best yeah, center in tough. the NBA. He's physical too, New Zealand. He's from like New Zealand. Yeah, he's he has like nine siblings too. He's like imagine he's having like nine Aquaman. kids that he's size. He's Aquaman is part time, like in, after, if he's not playing back. Yeah, he does look like the Aquaman guy. Wait, but do you have to you have to wet it the hair down first before you pull it back in the man bun? How, how does this process work? Uh, for you? So it depends. If I'm trying to look good before the game, I'll you know do my hair before and then I'll put it up in a man bun before the game starts. So that people hey. know what it is before I start the game. There you go. Look good, feel good, play good. Prime, simple as that. As simple as that. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. One more time, you can catch the Mission Vista team. They got a game against uh, San Pasqual on Wednesday at San Pasqual. And then uh, next week at home, Valley Center, at Escondido, at home for Fallbrook. Those are the last four games of the season to check them out. Guys, thank you so so much for joining us. And uh, uh, what do you say? No cap. What secure the bat? Like what's the what's the? No, is there is there a saying on the way out? A, a, a Timberwolves hashtag or anything like that? Just go. <laughs> <laughs> leave it on that. We'll leave it. <laughs> Pack mentality. Pack mentality. Pack mentality. Okay. That's like a good that. hashtag. I like that. Do you, do you guys use that? Actually, you should. Okay. On the Instagram at Mission Vista Basketball. Pack mentality, baby. Wait, and also that 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 howl. You, does your student section do that during the games? No, they should. One more howl on the way out yeah. as we go to commercial break. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Most ones underrated. 
Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris at Real Tommy Morris. Christian Pedersen at Mr. CPED. Noah Laxine at Noah Lax 2017, who now has his own microphone. Yo. Follow the show at SD Prep Insider if you want to play along with all the polls and stuff. Big shout out. Thank you so much to Mission Bay. They were here in the first hour of Mission Vista. We're, we're just here. To the missions, man. Yeah. Big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to you, Tommy. Big shout out to Brandon producing this show. Uh, his quiet, steadfast nature. Um, so, guys, we got a half hour left of this show. We've talked a lot of basketball, but one thing that we have not gotten to actually really talk about is is uh, is some league races. Now, on Friday, Carlsbad snapped Tory Pines' five plus year league win streak with a win with a fifty six fifty five win at Carlsbad. So, I would like to just start with Avocado West. Kind of over the next half hour, shotgun through a couple different leagues. Just let everybody know where Coastal, where Western, where the big powers are standing. Because I know we we talk a lot about league, or we talk a lot about CIF titles. We don't always give a lot of love to teams that are out here winning league titles. So starting with that Avocado West, Torrey Pines now moves into uh, a tie atop it with San Marcos, Carlsbad right behind it, LCC Canyon Crest Mission Hills. Somewhat out of the race at this point, so yeah. But you got Carlsbad. You got to give him like a double shout out for beating yeah, Torrey so, Pines. Well, okay, so I want to ask. Sh- yeah, so I want to <laughs> ask this: it, it, is, is with that with that win for Carlsbad and San Marcos being there tied with Torrey Pines, Torrey Pines or the field? Will San Marcos or Carlsbad be able to in the next week make a move and win this league? Will we have a, a, a different champion for the first time in six years in the Avocado West? I'm going to say no, just because I feel like that last loss for Torrey Pines was probably such a shock that they're just going to like not, they're going to be full, all gas, no breaks from here on out. Like they're like, all right, we had our loss. We're not losing again the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean, you, that's tough because they, they hadn't lost the league game in so long. That's why you got to give Carl a double shout out. And I, I agree with Noah here. Like that loss is going to, that's going to put a bad taste in their mouth the rest of the season. I think that would almost propel them to to do better in the playoffs. Yeah, and they didn't lose that. It game, honestly so. could. I mean, I know that you want to have that record. Like that's that's such an amazing like accomplishment. Yeah. But for it to go, like I, that could be the best thing that happened to them. Isn't that weird how that happens in sports sometimes, where a loss can in the long run be like the best possible yeah. thing? Yeah. Right LeBron time? James said the the failure is your, the beginning of your like great journey. And I, it's kind of like what Coach Cherry was saying. Yeah, getting deep. We're getting deep right now. The, the Let's LeBron. get it. Um, Coach Cherry was saying too. He made the kids take the rings off um, because they were it was getting to their heads. And I think it's a similar thing. Like they started losing games they probably shouldn't have, and that's going to spark them. I think in the playoffs. Further than if they would have kind of coasted by and snuck out some some wins, maybe they shouldn't have won uh, early in the season. So I think it's always good for motivation to. I mean, I, it is also kind of taking like the positive out of every situation. Yeah, right? you have to. Cliche, but um, I, I think that's going to help them in the long run. So we can move then over to the other avocado, Avocado East. Right now we have a three-way tie just because it, it's beautiful when these kinds of things work oh, out yeah. this year. El Camino, Vista, and Rancho Buena Vista, all three of them tied atop the Avocado East standings. RBV obviously being the Cinderella story of the season at 21-3. and three. But I think that it's a legitimate thing to say down the stretch – can they seal the deal? So looking at this right now, and I, I don't want to do schedule radio where we bounce out through all the hypotheticals and all the, <laughs> the philosophies on this, but El Camino, Vista, RBV. 
do you guys go with, uh, I think we'll just do this RBV or the field, RBV or the somewhat more classical powerhouses of, of Vista and El Camino. Who do you have a little bit more faith in in that situation? I mean, at this point, at 21-3, and three, is RBV just the real deal? Like, are they... Is there no more doubting them? Oh, yeah. You don't play 24 games and only lose three, and you're not the real deal. Regardless of who you're playing, like, you through that time, you find a, your team gels, and you find a way that to win. So I'm going to take, ah, dang. Three-way, three-way tie, though, right now. I'm going to take the field. I like my chances with the field. Even though RBV, even though Rancho, or I'm sorry, they had a good, they've had a good run 21-3. RBV, yeah. Yeah, even though they had a good run 21-3, I feel like anything could happen. Yeah, and to Noah's point, that one loss they had was to El Camino, who they lost sixty nine to fifty seven. So they're beatable. El Camino, El Camino would be the other team that I think would can get them. I, I'm still gonna pick RBV in this one though. I, I like them, and they're in studio, so I'm extremely biased because they came in here. So they're cool. Too. Yeah, they're yeah, no, good team. Uh, uh, right, fair sorry, enough. Uh, we'll keep this one moving just alphabetically more than anything else. We'll go down to the Citrus League. This one, we just got to stop in here, just take a little, uh, a brief little pit stop in this league, and give a shout out to San Diego Academy. They are currently. 9-0 and in league. Victory Christian, 8-1, and kind of right behind them. But San Diego Academy at 19-2 and on the season. Looks like they are going to be one of, if not the favorites, going into the Division 5 playoffs. So be looking at Citrus uh, League because that, that race between San Diego and Victory could foretell the outcome of who gets that number one seed in the Division 5 playoffs. On to the City League. We got a really interesting one here in the City League. Um, University City at 7-1 and one in that driver's seat right now. Then San Diego, the defending D th- uh, D4 champs. They are up to D2 now. Uh, and Coronado, kind of, kind of silently, Coronado has put together a uh, really, really good back half of the season. They're, they're five games above 500 since the midway break. To, to pull even at 500, but they got that great league record. So UC San Diego Coronado. Are you guys a little surprised that San Diego is not running away with this league, or did the the losing of Thomas Marcus to graduation, moving up a couple divisions and everything, put them right where they should be in terms of competitive balance? Oh, man. I mean, you don't want to knock uh, their program because, man, it's so tough. To go up two divisions alone is tough. Then you lose a star player like Thomas Marcus. I feel like um, you get what you get. I mean— uh, we heard we heard Mission Bay right now earlier talk about how it's rough, you know, winning a championship and then having to uh, repeat and like keep that focus, keep that mindset. So, um, yeah, you know, they're struggling right now and it's not to probably where they want to be, but, you know, they're working through it. And I'm, I still feel confident about them going playoff time. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a tight race. They're six and two right now. Um, University only has one loss. They're going to play each other at the end of the year. So they'll get another crack at them because they, they lost uh, to UC earlier. But I mean, Madison took UC to overtime. Coronado beat UC, so this is a league where anyone can really beat anyone. So it's kind of, we'll see. I mean, they, they, I think they all have four games left to finish out the season. So you've got really three teams that have have a fair shot at this league title. I think it'll end up being San Diego's title at the end of the day. But you know, University City having a great year, so I got to give them a shout out too because I didn't expect them to be at uh, top of league standings at this point in the season. Fair enough. Let's move on to the uh, Coastal League, where CIF champions have come out of Coastal League or Western League every year for the past couple of seasons. Right now, in the Coastal League, La Jolla Country Day at uh, in first place with five and one. SFC and Foothills Christian tied at four and two. Now. Everybody has basically beaten everybody in this in this roster or in this rotation, including of Army Navy, uh, including yes, Army Navy, and that's where I think I want to jump out is that to Army Navy beating Country Day by almost twenty 
earlier la- or last week. So that's a, that's a mm. that's a that's a very that's a sub five hundred Army Navy team beating a country day team that looks like if they are healthy they are great. If they are not healthy they are not great. So any clear cut favorites out of this one? I, I'm going to say Foothills to me is still the favorite out of this. I think that Yassine Garam, Jaron Nofaret, and Derek Carter Hollinger are too much to handle in playoff time. But man, this might be a Foothills ends up third in league and best in play. Like, this is a confusing league this year. Yeah, and tomorrow we're going to get the matchup between Fiddles, Christian, and Country Day, and I think that'll have a huge impact on who ends up winning this league. It might almost be the de facto championship game. But, I mean, you can't overlook Santa Fe Christian, a team that can beat anyone. There Again, as you mentioned, Country Day's got the lead by one game. Uh, the rest of them can, you know, Fiddles, Christian, Santa Fe Christian are just right there knocking on the door. Fiddles has won five games in a row, and I think that can't be overlooked because they're getting into league play now, and they seem to be comfortable country day's got a home game versus foothill so it's going to be that that's going to be a heck of a ball game um in the first one country day beat them by five this is a 50 50 toss-up game as far as i'm concerned i don't care what happened in the first game so i think this game will probably decide the the winner of the league and if you look at country day the, the, the next game they have which comes on fridays at santa fe christian so at the end of the week country day is basically going to know whether or not they won this league if, if they win these two games they've won it uh if not they got some work to do so it's it should be a very, very interesting week in the Coastal League. This, man, this league has some, like, uh, football avocado vibes to it. Yeah. Like, it, like every game is close, and all the teams are pretty well-balanced, and all of them are monsters, like, outside of their league, you know? That's has some avocado vibes, so I dig it. Absolutely. I can't see what happens. Uh, let's move down to the Eastern League. Scripps Ranch, Point Loma, Mira Mesa, Lincoln, all within a game of each other atop the Eastern League. This one to me is is really interesting because I think we've talked a couple times now about Mira Mesa with Noah Tumblin and the just raw sleeper type athleticism that they have. Lincoln was a team that I, they they had no identity. They were completely adrift in the beginning of the season. They are on a five game win streak, so their stock is going up late. Scripps Ranch has kind of just treaded water and been really good there all year so it's one of those i mean do you play the hot hand and do you go with wow man lincoln right now with five wins in a row they are the team that's going to close out the strongest out of all this or do you go with with the scripts ranch they've been good all season they haven't been oh my goodness but uh, you know somewhere this one man there's a lot of really tight quality basketball races this year especially this eastern league one is confusing what do you make of it tommy yeah i mean it's going to be <clears throat> sorry uh it's going to be it's going to be tough i i think mira mesa in the beginning of the season was my favorite cuz especially factoring the football kids would be acclimated by the time the league play came around they're going to get another shot at scripps ranch last game of the season that'll be huge I think they're going to end up winning out until that game which means there'll be a game back if scripps ranch takes care of their business and wins Every single game they've got, but yeah, again, like you said, you can't really, you can't ignore Lincoln uh, there, who's also one game behind the league, and they're going to play Scripps Ranch again tomorrow. So a lot of this stuff that we're talking about now is going to be decided by tomorrow. I think Lincoln's got a really, really good shot of beating Scripps Ranch, and that'll make for a very interesting kind of a three-way tie at the top there. No, well, who are you investing in on on, on this league race? I'm going to go Scripps Ranch. Scripps Ranch. I mean, the way they've they've looked so far has been amazing. Um, I feel like. They they feel it too. Like they feel like Dane, even though it's close, you know we're at the top. We got to finish strong, and I feel like they will. All right, well, let's go out to the East County. Let's bang out the two Grossmont leagues before we get to commercial break. Right now in Grossmont Hills, the Helix huge buzzer beater win from Maurice Holmes on Friday at Mount Miguel. That's big time to get that dub to bring the. Oh, league we have Mount Miguel even. here too. Yeah. So when they were talking, <laughs> talking about that, I mean, that's so Mount Miguel, Helix, and Steel Canyon. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so Matt Miguel, Helix, the Steel Canyon all have one loss right now. They are, so they're all within a half game of each other. Man, this one could be very interesting because you look at Steel Canyon outside of league. They have not brought home very many wins this year yeah. inside of league. They're getting the wins they need. So this could be an interesting one. Steel Canyon could very much still steal this to hit that pun right over the head. But man, shout out to Helix for throwing a wrench in all these works with a big win on Friday. Yeah, and again, if we go back to my original thoughts before the season started, I would have said Helix is winning this thing. Matt Miguel obviously came on strong. Big, 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 big win for Helix to beat them. I, I still think they're my favorite for this uh, for this uh, league. Noah? Uh, dang, that's tough. I, I'm going to go Mount Miguel. I feel like, that, like I said before, um, they're going to be one of those teams who took that loss like uh, Torrey Pines did, and then they, they're going to buckle down and finish strong. But I, I do plan on Steel Canyon stealing another game. That's pretty cool. Like that's a that goes to show, you know, come league, it's a different, it's a different. People say playoffs are a different season. League's a different season too, because you know you're playing against teams that you're used to, like used to every year, and like teams that mean a little bit more to come league time. A little more fire. To yeah, it. exactly. And also you gotta got to add to a little more fire. Uh, Helix has played one more game, so they're at top of the division at four and one, while Mount Miguel's three and one. So they still have a chance to to make that up. Plus, they'll play each other last. There's a lot they play, of games they play each other again, right? At the very oh, end of the season, last yeah, game, Mount Miguel's they're, trying this, to run that this, back. This is the third time that I've looked at the schedules here and noticed that the two guys at the top of the league standings are playing each other the very last game. So that'll make up for a very interesting February eighth. Beautiful, huh? Yeah. Absolutely beautiful how some of this kind of stuff happens. All right, let's hit the uh, the Grossmont Valley League. Uh, or Yeah, Grossmont Valley before we get out of here to commercial. Valhalla, man, they just keep on going. Uh, they are 5-1 and one with Santana, the only other team that's kind of uh, in range of threatening them. Dominic Safarda, that company, uh, I mean, you, you want to talk about it, man. This season... They have 300-plus more points for than against. So they're blowing teams out. They got seven wins in a row. They can't – They do you guys see that they set a CIF record on uh, on Friday for most three-pointers in a game? How many of them Dominic have all of them? Uh, no, Dominic <laughs> had 11 of the 23 that they had. Oh, 11 threes. Oh, my. That's like some Clay Thompson, Steph Curry type. That's literally half of Clay, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I'll go with Valhalla, man. I think that this is the Norseman year to make a great run in the playoffs. I'll agree with you too. I'm going to go with Valhalla. Um, you know, see, so you mentioned Santana is the only team that's even close. Santana, the first time they played, they beat them by 21. So I, I don't think it's going to happen again. They'll play each other again on the 5th of February, uh, last week of the season. But I think this is uh, Valhalla's league to win. Yeah, I mean, when you use confidence, could either be a blessing or a curse. Like, come like, oh, overconfident. But man, these guys for Valhalla, man, they have a certain swag to them. We had them in the studio. They are just so good vibes, good energy. This felt like. Anything that can, yeah, they're, but it's good though because it, it works for them, and I feel like every time they go into the, like go into a game, they know what they got to do, they know their approach, and they they don't stray away from that. I think that's going to lead them to a league title. All right, we'll be back with more league discussions and basketball. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. You are listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back. Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris at Real Tommy Morris. Christian Pedersen at Mr. C. Ped. Noah Laxina at Noah Lax 2017. This is Sway Lee and Post Malone. Dang, yeah. I like that. I yeah, like that. I got it that time. I like that. <laughs> Sunflower. I, yeah. I like Sway Lee. Have you heard a song with Ellie Golding? The new one? Sway Lee. You didn't even know who Sway Lee is. What group is he from? Uh, Ray Sermon. Let's go. Okay, Sometimes, Tommy, I, I had to just test you. I wasn't trying to beat me. What happened to the other Ray Sermon guy? Isn't that, that's his brother, right? 
Weren't they brothers? I couldn't. I didn't know cousin. So they just kind of ditched them? No, no. They're still together. But, like, it has, groups do that. Like, Migos. So Migos would do a group album, and then one of the Migos will feature on, like, one song. You know, they split up. They, they're individuals, too. So they let them. Is Quavo the main Migos guy? I'm trying to learn. He's the most like mainstream one. Like everyone's, he's like the most like pop, popular one. He's the one who actually says words, right? I feel like no, off. Ah, I think Takeoff's the best one. He's just the one who makes noises. But they don't know about the younger generation. Don't know about Takeoff. Like take Takeoff <laughs> now. Takeoff now. He has like he's kind of in the background a little bit. Like he's he's not the main stuff. Like the main person on the songs now. But like to get him up to where they were, Takeoff would go crazy, like on every song. That's how it got there. Okay, so he's gonna produce a solo album. You'll be the first one in line to buy it. Yeah, his his solo album's out now. Oh, Damn, I'm plugging for Takeoff, bro. What's good, Takeoff? <laughs> you listening? I like your album, bro. It's cold. There we go. We'll take that. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about basketball now. Sorry, Christian. Yeah, we go back to regular work now. Uh, it's not right. I, dude, I, I love you guys. You gave me time to uh, make our uh, soccer top 10 graphics, which you should go check out on SD Prep Insider at Twitter and Instagram. We appreciate all your hate mail. Um, so let's, let's uh, see if we can bang out through the back half of the league. And I say only back half, alphabetically speaking, because that's the way that my small brain can organize things the best is going alphabetical. So in the Imperial Valley League, we got Southwest El Centro undefeated right now with the Central Union Spartans in second place behind them. Brawley and Calexico rounding out the league. Right now, though, guys, I think that, man, this El Centro team, they're good and uh they're going to be hard to stop. So I think that they will uh, – you got to go with the undefeated team at this point in the league, yes? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's okay. It, yeah, it, it's a small league, though. So you kind of have to. They almost mathematically have it won. If they, if they beat – yeah, I get you got to go Southwest DC. You have to. Um, I, I hate picking against Brawley, though, after my mishap a couple years That's ago. That's true, Tommy. You are uh, uh, technically not allowed to pick against Brawley basketball in anything in life. I will um, say this. All these schools that come from the Imperial Valley and even the schools that aren't in this specific league that come from, like, that area, you got to watch out for them come playoff time because they come in with no one knows any information on them, and they always surprise people, always, in every single sport. Exactly. Well, one team that's not going to surprise people as we move along into the Manzanita League is Vincent Memorial. They are absolutely running away with the Manzanita League right now at 6-0 and in league play. They are uh, – I don't know if I, if mathematically we can talk about teams actually locking it up yet, but I think that uh, Vincent Memorial might be <laughs> the closest one to getting that little asterisk next to their name as they uh, have officially locked up that league championship. So uh, congratulations to the Scots. Out in the Mesa League – Modern day Catholic. Uh, they got a new head coach this year. There was a little bit of a question. Uh, they are in a duel, man, with Montgomery and Kyle Perinata. Kyle Perinata becoming the all time Montgomery leader in all sorts of major categories. He has them off to an amazing season, but right now, a, a one game in league separates the two of them. So, Noah, we'll start with you. Do you have the uh, the 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 currently leading Crusaders on the on the dub, or, or is is Montgomery going to get this? Man. I'm going to go Montgomery on this one just because I feel like they had a sour taste in their mouth in the last one. A uh, couple of players, tell, I have a couple of, you know, inside information tell me that that one that was just wasn't their night. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to see that, that matchup again because down in the South Bay, there's been some really good uh, games this year in league for Mesa. I know last uh, last week, Olympian won in overtime against Not even low, Ota. like mid-key. Not, so not even low-key, the South Bay has <laughs> okay. taken over. Mid-key. Mid-key, the South that Bay. That South Bay flavor? South Bay's taken over as the epicenter of basketball in San Diego. 
Yeah, and they've been, and my, you know, Modern Day has done a great job of like getting that exposure out there too, because you know, years ago they had Amon Chapman, a young, a young Jalen Hands, like baby Hands. But we're, I mean, we're talking about and San now Isidro it's just like, over the next couple. Yeah, of years. San Isidro's good, coming up. I mean, we got Sweetwater coming in the studio on Thursday, Ooh, and they got. Ooh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, man, I take. I care got the of news you. on air. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. I take one. care of you. All right, so that's that's the Mesa <laughs> League. Uh, we head to the Ocean League. Because we do cover everybody. Del Lago and Calvin Christian and Escondido Charter are all somewhat locked into a battle there. Just, uh, you know, realizing now that we only have a couple minutes, so I'm going to keep kind of going on to the Pacific League. And for for more in-depth, detailed information like this, you can catch our podcast that we do with Aaron Burgeon. Uh, full-time hoops uh, at full-time hoops one full-time hoops one into the pacific basketball standings orange glen pack ridge are uh are are dotted up there i'm gonna just say go orange glen because i want this to be the year that orange glen wins in everything like an oddly like a blip of a year where it's like they rattled off a basketball championship a football championship get them anything and everything they can get i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna go with orange glen here uh i think they're yeah, Pack Ridge, Pack Ridge is close, but they're not quite there yet. No, Pack Ridge also on a pretty big winning streak right now. Could you see them overtaking it, or you go, you go in Orange Glen? I, in this I like the Orange Glen story. I like it. I'm going to stick with it. Orange Glen. You're here for the Orange Glen yeah, story? Yeah, that's my guy. We'll I'm, on the, on I'm the riding the Orange Glen wave. That blue and orange. Orange Glen. Lead the wave. Watch how I lead the wave. Shout out, Takeoff. Shout out, Takeoff. <laughs> All right. All right. So sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, we, we shouldn't we shouldn't have just one person in charge of putting up the polls. We we'll go to the Palomar League. <laughs> uh, Poway, they've more or less sealed this deal. They would have to kind of collapse down the road. Poway, like we talked about last week, also kind of a sleeper in the holy hell. They mm-hmm. might be at a home game in the open division type. Yeah, of thing. that's crazy. So shout out to Poway basketball for sealing up that dub in the Palomar League. Uh, we move to the Patriot League as my computer loads this up. Southern California Yeshiva running away with eight that one at 8-0 and o in that league over the Cambridge School Health Sciences Bayfront Charter uh, Horizon Prep, which I'm now realizing, Tommy, Horizon Prep might be the, the P on the back of the Prep Insider Student Reporter shirts we've always been confused about. Um, I think it's the wrong color, though. Pioneer League, Bonsall, Chula Vista Learning Center are both uh, tied at 7-0 and in league play. So be on the lookout for the last week of the season having an impact on the Pioneer League. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to sprint through this so we can have South Bay. All right, we got uh, Sweetwater 8-1, and Southwest San Diego and Diego Edwards at or Sweetwater 8-0, Southwest at 8-1. Defending champs in in Southwest going to take it or is Sweetwater is this their year to start their their little bit of a run they're going to go on? Give me Sweetwater. I, they got some good young guys. I, I think it's happening a year earlier than I thought it would, but yeah, I mean don't 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 overlook San Ysidro though. I know they're two games back from Sweetwater, but don't forget about them. We had them in the studio. I think this is more of a this is more of a league championship. Uh, you, you're probably going to forget about them for the league championship. Don't forget about them for the playoffs okay. type of vibe. That makes sense. I, um, I would have. There could be a two-way. I'm going to say this. We haven't said this yet on the show. Two-way tie. Oh! Two-way tie, question mark? No, I'm saying don't forget about him for league, Christian. Oh, fair enough, Wow, man. that's bold. All right. They and get the- to play Sweetwater, and they get to play uh, Southwest one more time. So don't forget about him. There you go. Don't forget about him for league. Uh, for In the Summit League, High Tech San Diego, O'Farrell Charter, and High Tech North County are duking it out for that one with High Tech San Diego currently in the lead. And as we pull into the last few minutes of this show, 
we get to the last two uh, leagues. We've talked about the Valley League already with uh, Mission Vistas. We had them earlier in. Everyone there is chasing Escondido and Ramona, and we finally pull into our last stop, the Western League. Saints, 9-0. and Cathedral Catholic, 7-2. and Mission Bay, 5-2. and Cathedral, big win over Mission Bay last week. Uh, uh, but Saints, I think at this point, it would be an upset if Saints doesn't win this league. Saints, Saints is league to lose. Saints is league to lose? Yeah. Saints is league to lose. Guys, we just made it in under 30 minutes of show through every single guy's basketball we're like league that. in San Diego. Because we're like that. And I think that we can finally start to call ourselves high school sports leaders. Talk to me nice. Cut my face on my microphone. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports yeah. Radio. We'll be back on Thursday. This is here on the Mighty 1090 San Diego Sports League. Tommy bleeds for this. <laughs>